it's a new year. As of recording this, the new year started yesterday. And around this time of year, many people, including myself, make resolutions and promises to ourselves about how we can improve or change for the coming year. However, I'm doing things a little bit differently this year. I'm making resolutions all about my mental health. I'm making promises to myself of how I can improve my well-being and overall be more mentally healthy for the next year. So join me as I go over three of these resolutions and why I encourage you to engage in them as well. My name is Ethan Jewell, and welcome back to Feel Your Feelings. If you regularly listen to this podcast, you'll have noticed that I haven't posted an episode in just under a month. The reason for that is I decided to take some time off during the holidays to spend with friends, family, and myself, taking time both to just slow down and enjoy life, but also to really think about some of my goals for the next year. And three of those involve my mental health. These are practices that I already engage in, but I will be continuing to try to improve and to engage in more over the next year. So here are three mental health resolutions that I encourage you to try. One, spending more time with yourself and your feelings. With the speed of everyday life, it's easy to lose touch with the most important person in our lives, ourselves. But let me tell you, there is immense power in taking a step back, tuning into your own frequency, and truly understanding your feelings. So why is spending time with yourself so important to your mental health? I like to think of it like a rendezvous with your own soul, a moment of sanctuary, time you can take to listen to the whispers of your heart and the nuances of your thoughts and feelings. Because it's more than just alone time. Taking the time to sit with your feelings, whether they're joyous or challenging, is a profound act of self-love. It's not about judgment, but about acceptance. About saying, hey, I, I see you, I hear you, and it's okay to feel this way. The same way you would encourage a friend when they're feeling down, you can encourage yourself. When you spend that quality time by yourself, you foster a deep sense of self-awareness. Self-awareness is the compass that guides you through the labyrinth of your emotions. It's the cornerstone of mental well-being. Because in knowing yourself, you can make choices that align with your values, and also you can deeply understand the emotions that you go through. You get to know your feelings, where they sit in your body, the thoughts they bring, the emotions that they take you through. When you spend intentional time with these thoughts and feelings, you understand important parts of your mental health, such as triggers and what helps you. Overall, you can achieve a calm understanding of who you are. You gain confidence in yourself and your feelings, so I encourage you, take time, maybe once a week, where you put away distractions and let the silence speak. Go on a walk through a park without checking your phone and without music. Sit in a quiet room and simply let your thoughts roam. Check in with yourself. Engage with wandering thoughts. Maybe bring a piece of paper and pencil and write out the feelings and thoughts that you may experience. Make a date with yourself. Honor your feelings 
and watch as your mental health blossoms. You are your own greatest ally, and the more time you spend in your own company, the more you'll discover the incredible resilience and strength that resides within. Get to know your feelings, and you will get to know yourself. My second mental health resolution for the year is to give others more compassion and kindness. Giving yourself compassion and kindness is obviously good for your mental health, but giving others that same compassion and kindness is surprisingly healing. Being kind isn't just a nice gesture, it's a game changer for our own mental well-being. I used to be relatively shut off to the world. I was bitter that I had my own problems and my own hurt feelings, and I would become cold and distant to others because of it. However, as I have began to heal, I've opened myself up to the world. I smile at strangers, I give out random compliments, I reach out to people that I haven't talked to in a while. And this has given me an incredibly empowering feeling. Connecting with others is medicine to the heart and soul, a simple exchange of kindness ignites a warmth inside that is simply indescribable. Kindness has a ripple effect. When you extend a helping hand or offer a genuine smile, you're not just brightening someone else's day, you're creating a positive energy that reverberates back to you. It's like tossing a pebble into a pond. The ripples may start small, but they have the power to touch every corner. In the same way, acts of kindness, big or small, contribute to a collective atmosphere of goodwill. And being part of that is incredibly good for your well-being. Compassion is a gentle force that binds us all. When you practice compassion towards others, you're not only fostering connection, but also building a reservoir of empathy within yourself. And here's the twist. When you offer compassion to others, you're also learning how to be kinder to yourself. It's a two-way street. When you see the humanity in others, it becomes easier to extend that same grace to your own journey. That is beautiful and important as you walk a path to improving your mental health. There's also a very scientific and practical benefit to being kind. When we are kind, our brain emits oxytocin and dopamine, which are two of our feel-good chemicals. This will literally make you feel better in the moment and lead your brain down a healthy path. So extend a hand, share a smile, and watch how the world and your mental well-being transforms. My final New Year's mental health resolution that I encourage you to engage in is to feel your feelings. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, you have to feel your feelings. That is the entire reason I started this podcast. I hope to create an outlet and encourage others to feel their feelings. For the longest time, I thought improving my mental health meant getting rid of the feelings. I thought that I had to push down my sadness in order to feel better, but I'm telling you that couldn't be further from the truth. Take it from me, I have gone through this journey for over four years to truly grow and improve our mental well-being. We must learn to live with these difficult feelings and feel them. It's not always easy to sit with discomfort, sadness, or even joy. But here's the thing, our emotions are messengers 
and paying attention to them is a powerful act of self-care. When you allow yourself to feel, you're acknowledging your own humanity. And it's not a sign of weakness, but a testament to your own strength in confronting the complexity of the human experience. You are strong enough to acknowledge your emotions and vulnerable enough to feel and process them. Feeling your feelings is like releasing pressure from a steam valve. It relieves the weight of built up feelings. It allows space for growth. So embrace the journey of feeling. Embrace the discomfort that being sad or upset may bring. It is okay and healthy to feel your feelings. As we enter the new year, I encourage you to seek mental growth, to seek a healthy relationship with yourself and your feelings. I feel confident that if you take even just these three topics that I've talked about today and apply them to your life for the next year, you will find a world of difference and you will feel a change. You deserve that. You deserve to seek growth and you deserve to feel your feelings. That's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you need help feeling your feelings, please check out my music on all platforms under the name of Ethan Jewell, and I almost guarantee it'll make you cry. I actually have a new song coming out January 12th. I'm experimenting with a new style and starting to sing and grow within my music journey, and I really hope that you'll walk that path with me. Also, please shoot me a message on my Instagram at jewelboy with an I underscore, and let me know what you thought about today's episode. So I wish you a happy new year. Thank you for listening, and I hope that we all find growth and happiness in this new year. Thank you for being here, and as always, thank you for feeling your feelings. I'll see you next time.